everybody! It's time to get a little dangerous. <laughs> I'm your wicked host, James Danger. James E. Pooh, to be less formal. And today is Wednesday, August the 7th. That's right. And guess what, boys and boys? And lady boys? Two days ago, by uh, my math skills, would be August 5th. Uh, my wife and I just had our 10-year anniversary. Look at that. Wow. 10 years she put up with my bullshit. Can you imagine that? You know what? I got to tell you, I think I'm a swell guy. All right? And I think a lot of guys think they're a swell guy, but I, I really got to tell you that I'm a really swell guy. I'm not just patting myself on the back. Uh, I, I really stand by this, and I believe it. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. I'm a real, I'm a real good dude. Oh, James, of course you're going to say you're a good dude. Hey. You watch it over there, all right? I'm warning you. I'm a good dude, but I won't be talked down to, all right? You understand me? <laughs> I posted this on the Facebook. So if any of you that are close to me and uh, and have access to my personal page, you should feel privileged. And <laughs> actually, um, I told my wife one night, she was I think she was removing her makeup. You know, that's a fucking process to take it off. You know, it takes a while to put it on. Then you got to have a whole process to take it off. It's fucking retarded. These goddamn makeup companies, they have it down. Let's make uh, a chemical they can put on their face to make them look more attractive. But here's the catch. They also got to buy something to take it off. You understand this? This hot force field is trapped in their face. And they can only be unlocked from this force field with another chemical. It's fucking makeup guys, dude. They got it down. They, they know what they're doing. Anyway. So she's sitting there, and uh, I'm, I'm just, I don't even know why. This is going through my head. A weird shit goes through my head all the time. But I decided to, uh, to tell her, hey, you know you're lucky to have me. <laughs> Every woman wants to hear that, right? And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, I'm a good guy. You know, you could have you had a lot worse. I think you're lucky to have me. And I told her that, uh, you know, if we, if we were to break up, there'd be a line of women around the block that would, would be ready to take your place right now. And she's like, yeah, right. I was like, yeah, if I put a post on the Facebooks right now, and said that we were broken up, I bet a lot of people would be hitting me up because they, they can tell I'm a good dude. She's like, go ahead. And so, you know, I did it. I, I put that post out there and uh, I got to tell you, I didn't get too many hits. <laughs> I think they're just shy. That's all. And I don't mean people that are my friends would start running towards me. But, you know, they'd say, hey, they tell their hot friends, of course, the friends of friends. Oh, hey, guess what? This swell guy, he's available. You better snatch them up. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that, okay? Because there's a lot of assholes out there, a lot of fuckheads, and a lot of retards. And uh, I don't think I qualify in most of those categories. I'm going to say... <laughs> and if I do, I'm, I'm, at the, uh, I'm, at, I'm at the top of those, uh, you know, asshole, retarded, and uh, whatever the third one I said was. Yeah, I'm up there. I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm like a, a B-minus of a dude, okay? I'm not an A, but I definitely ain't average. I ain't average. And uh, anyway, so we had our 10-year anniversary. James, what'd you do for your 10-year anniversary? Oh, it's funny you ask. Thank you. Uh, I got rid of the kids. <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> got rid of the kids for the weekend. I uh, stuck them with my mom. And you know what? That's, that's a lot harder than you think it would be. My mom is... My, my wife's parents are the ones that love the grandkids and always want them, can't get enough. Uh, but to their credit, or to my mom's credit, I should say, uh, my my wife's mom doesn't work, and so she's got you know she's got free time, 
my mom works, you know, 40 hours a week. So I can see that she's uh, not in the mood to do anything like that. But at the same time, she should want to see her grandkids, right? It's rare. It's rare. She goes, let me have the kids. It's always like, nah, <laughs> I'm busy or I'm tired. And, I, you know, I can't blame her too much, but uh, but I will. I'll judge you anyway, mom. You hear me? Anyway, so uh, we dropped them off. And being that they live in Riverside, I was already going to be out there. And uh, given the fact that we already used to live out there, and at that time, we were doing pretty, it was pretty hard to have money uh, at that time because, well, it doesn't matter. So I never got to go to this restaurant that I always wanted to take her to. It's called Mario's Place. It's considered, uh, from what I read on the inter- interwebs, it's a class act. It's a class act joint, people. Uh, good food, all that shit. And we never got to go. I always wanted to go, never got to go. And so, uh, you know, I'm not rich, but I'm a little better off than I was then. So it's like, hey, I'm going to take you to a class act joint. That's right. <laughs> Some Italian food. Drop off the kids, go down to downtown Riverside, which I know what you're thinking. Oh my God, James, Riverside is so gross. Land of the dirt people, meth capital of the world, all that shit, right? Not the country, whatever the fuck it is. But uh, yeah, and I got to, you know, I got to be honest with you. Riverside has its moments, okay? Uh, I think you're thinking of like uh, Fontana, Fontucky, and Colton and Moreno Valley. A lot of those areas are shitty, dude, but I think Riverside is, is, uh, is the better? I don't know. My parents don't live in the great, in the great area, but the, it's not too bad. But they live in. I'm sorry, but close to them is downtown Riverside, which is fucking gorgeous. It's fucking gorgeous. Uh, the the RCC Riverside Community College is around there. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, that downtown area is fucking nice. Okay, just take my word for it. And so there's this little downtown area. I just said that like three times. Uh, downtown Riverside is downtown, you know. And there's a there's a rest. Oh, the Mission Mission Inn. That's like the, it's right in the, the heart of all the fanciness. It's fucking beautiful, okay? And we never went in there before, ever. But right across the street is this restaurant, Mario's Place. So anyways, uh, we take her there. And I had no idea what it was going to be like. I was expecting like plaid tablecloths, you know, an Italian joint. But uh, no, you walk in there and these people are wearing like fucking like ties and shit, bow ties with the black pants and the white shirts. And I was like, holy shit. And you know, I didn't wear my hat. I know what you're all thinking. You probably wear your fucking hat, James. You unclassy fuck. But no, I didn't. I combed my hair for this special occasion. <laughs> That's how you know it's special. So we walk in there. You know, we're dressed pretty good compared to the rest of the people in there. You know, some people got flip-flops. I don't understand that one. But uh, we take our seat, and the guy walks up. And uh, I got to tell you, he gave us a special, and I don't know what the fuck he was talking about half the time. He was naming all these dishes, and I, I had no idea what he was saying. Well, James, you really, uh, <laughs> you really outdid yourself this time. This guy was going on and on about these fan, you know, fancy food. I don't know. I, I have no idea. I couldn't repeat them to you. I heard uh, duck, and then like a bunch of shit after that. I had no idea what he was saying. Um, tonight our chef specials are uh, roasted duck served with sauce and a side of uh, with with roasted and fried and uh, garlic this and that and yeah I don't know I have no idea and uh, we have a lovely wine selection tonight be sure to uh, if you need any help with that I can uh, you know be sure to ask me questions because I consider myself sort of an expert on the subject you know I'm I'm a really uh, I'm an expert wine individual. <laughs> Whatever the fuck he said. 
And while he's giving the specials, I'm just like nodding. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, that's great. Oh, what a great pairing. <laughs> I felt like a phony bastard. I felt like those dudes in Inglorious Bastards. Speaking of bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Where, they, where they're dressed up as Nazis and they go to the bar. And you can tell they're like, oh boy. You know, I'm kind of in over my head. I'm uh, posing as a Nazi. hope nobody fucking questions me. That's what I felt like. I had a feeling at any second if the guy would have asked me something, I would have been like, all right, dude. I'm, I'm a phony, okay? I'm a phony. I give up. Take me out back and shoot me. Or slit my throat. Make it quiet. And be done with it. I felt like a big asshole. So anyways, I, I played it off. And... uh Oh, that sounds great. Uh, yeah, we'll take a we'll take a few minutes to to uh, you know talk this over and decide. Okay, great. I'll be right over here if you need me. <laughs> the guy walks away, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck was he saying?" She's like, "Uh, I heard duck," and it's like, "Yeah, me too." What did the duck come with again? Oh, uh, spinach. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, he did say spinach. I know that word." But uh, after after uh, some debating, uh, I don't want to get the chicken. You know, you don't want to go somewhere fancy and get fucking chicken or steak you can get chicken or steak anywhere right you can get chickens and steaks any place anywhere's get something classy so uh you know you know like they say one in rome james how does that expression end i've always heard the first part but never heard the ending i bet you think i don't know how it ends right that's right that's why i'm putting you on the spot yeah you fucking asshole one in rome do as the Romans do. Oh, I'm educated. Meaning, when you go somewhere different, you know, do what they do. Get the experience of, of somewhere outside your fucking comfort zone, you dickhead. Huh? I'd like you to apologize right now for questioning me. I'm so sorry, James. Sometimes you surprise me. Oh, okay. I don't think you fucking believe that. I think, you know what? I think you just want to put on a good show and make me... You know, I think you just want to put me on blast and hopefully I fail in front of all these listeners, in front of all these millions of listeners. But you know what? I like that about you. You keep me on my toes, so I can't knock you too hard. Thanks, James. All right, go fuck yourself. Don't get too happy, okay? Just go sit over there and be quiet. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, ah, shit. I lost my train of thought. What the fuck was I going to say? Oh, that's what. So, uh, what I don't like, speaking of that, is people that go out of town... And they, you know, they're in a new place they hardly ever go to. And they eat at restaurants they can eat at here. I don't get it. For example, my cousin Peter, <gasps> monkey boy. One time he went to Vegas and they ate at McDonald's. All right? I don't get that shit. Come on, Peter. <gasps> What's the matter with you? You're in fucking Vegas, dude. Go somewhere you can't go to here. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to do this to you, Chuby. Um, and guess what? Chuby just got engaged. Whoa! Congratulations, Chuby and uh, Daniel. Daniel, who's been on the show before, they both have been on the show. Danger alumni. Look at that. Congratulations. It's a danger miracle. Uh, they went to. Uh, they went on a you know smooth move. This guy took her on this uh, California, uh, Northern California fucking uh, vacation. Uh, San Jose and uh, uh, San Marino, all the sands they went to, San Francisco, and he popped the question right up there, right up, oh, romantic, look at this guy, right by the Golden Gate Bridge, oh, God, I'm getting a boner just thinking about it, uh, very nice, look at this classy dude, but I got a bone to pick with you guys on the Facebooks, this dude posts that they're in Benihana, and uh, you know, that's cool, fine, I understand that, but 
dude, you're, you're, you're in San Francisco. Isn't there any place, you know, forgive me. I don't know if that one's San Francisco or San Marino, where the fuck you were, but you're, uh, you're going somewhere new. How about you pick a local joint and you try that shit out? All right, Daniel, huh? All right, Mr. Fancy Hipster motherfucker. <laughs> he gets mad at me because, uh, I call him a hipster, but he despises hipsters, but, uh, all right. So, uh, just, just take that into consideration next time you go somewhere. All right. Uh, just go somewhere different. That's all. All right. That's it. And then you'll be all right in my book. Until then, I'll go fuck it up. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, all right. Actually, they're going to watch my kids this weekend. So I take, it, I take it back. I love you guys. They're going to watch our kids so we can go to a Dodger game. That's right. I, I'm going back. Me and Monkey had our fucking adventure I told you about last week. But this time, uh, me and my wife are going to go. Wow, look at us. And uh, yeah, should be fun. I think we got some great seats this time. Thanks to Gas Boy. Thanks to Gas Boy, he couldn't go, so I came up. <laughs> Stop talking so much. What did you order in your fancy meal? Oh, thanks for getting back on track. Um, I ordered, I went with a duck because I've never had duck in my life. And the guy, I asked him about it. I was like, all right, man, how's the duck? He goes, well, I got to tell you, the duck here is made exquisitely. And, uh, you know, it's very tough to cook duck. And a lot of places, they do it wrong. Because if you overcook it, it's uh, it's like you're, it's like you're eating rubber. So it's got to be done just right. And if you're ever going to have duck, this is the place to have it. And I was like, wow, this guy sold me. This guy sold me. This guy has such confidence in his duck. You know, I had to taste his duck. <laughs> and so I ordered the duck. And my wife went with the lamb chops. And uh, I got to tell you, it was fucking delicious. It was great. Everything was fucking good. My wife was in love. She had the calamari. She goes, to, she gets calamari in every place she goes because she's on this thing, you know, trying to find the best calamari. And uh, she, so far, I think this place is right up there at the top. She loved it. But, uh, you know, long story short, she, she absolutely enjoyed every aspect of this place. And it was a fucking perfect 10 in my book. In my book, meaning I satisfied the wife on our 10-year anniversary. And that means I fucking win. Because it's, you know, I got to tell you, my wife is, uh, you know, she's not a fancy pants, but when it comes to food, she is. Okay. She's very, uh, she's very critical when it comes to food and she likes good food. She likes, she's got, like I always say, she's got uh, champagne taste with a beer wallet. And <laughs> like my dad told me, and she really enjoyed it. And, you know, as a, as a man trying to celebrate an anniversary, a lot of pressure on the guy, you know, you want to deliver. And I did, and it's a big fucking load off. Besides that, it made me happy as fuck to make to to know that she was happy. You know what I mean? And uh, that's why I'm that's why I'm such I'm such a good dude, right there. Another prime example. So <laughs> write that down in your notebooks too, fellas. Another reason I'm a good dude. I mean, ladies, yeah, you should be taking score in case my woman and I need don't uh, we don't work out. I want you knocking at my door. I might give you a chance if you're lucky. <laughs> nah. Anyways. So after that, oh, and then, uh, you know, in the evening time, the, they bring out the live jazz band, dude. A saxophone player. They got the, uh, the keyboardist, the, the drummer, and the little trio, little jazz trio for you, for your, li for your listening pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have the Mario's Place Jazz Trio for your pleasure, your listening pleasure. So uh, grab another cocktail or uh, another glass of wine and enjoy the soothing sounds of the Mario Trio. Oh, real quick, at the end of the meal, 
the guy he brings a check you know i give him his fucking tip and all that and he comes back thank you thank you for coming in and joining us and so i had to come clean about me being a phony asshole right and so i go hey uh can i ask you a question he goes yeah i go could you tell that we're being phony and he goes excuse me i was like well that's not what i mean can you tell that we have no idea what's going on in this place like it's uh you know like we we don't know what's happening we're just a couple of idiots that don't know what's going on he's like no 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 because you guys are fine because you know a lot of people will come in here and at least you were adventurous enough to try the duck which you told me you never tried it before and so yeah i really appreciate that about about you going out of your uh, uh you know your exploring in a sense whereas most people will just come in and order just you know the pasta or or just uh you know the chicken but you will go out there and try something new so so no i i really enjoy when people like you come in here because because you know you, you you're curious and you want to you just you want to experience something new and i was like wow this guy this guy's fucking awesome he's a cool dude and on top of that he brought us free shots afterwards shots of like italian uh, something or other some italian shot he goes here you know compliments of the house i appreciate you guys coming in you were a pleasure to be with and hopefully you come back and visit us and uh, you know next time you come maybe if you see me flag me down and i i can bring you a bunch of samples of what we have of a big variety of what we of what we offer here and you can just you can try a bunch of different stuff and i was like wow this guy is the coolest motherfucker so there you go i came clean and look, the, the dude respected in a, in a way he respected my uh, my my honesty. So take that dangerlings and run with it. <laughs> anyway, so after that we uh, we started to take a walk, go to the Mission Inn, which uh, I don't know if I mentioned before we never had visited before, even though we lived there for uh, like a year, never stepped foot in the in the Mission. And wow, this place blew me away. It's fucking incredible. It's great. If you're ever, you know, wanting to plan a wedding, I just don't know where to plan my wedding. I just want a nice place that's uh, not too far and isn't too expensive. You know, I don't know how expensive it is. It's a really fucking nice joint. Okay, I know it's in Riverside, but take my word for it. It's fucking exceptional. That place is huge. It's like a maze. You can get lost, which we did because we went wandering all over the place. You weren't supposed to. Only for hotel guests, the signs say. But fuck that. Oh, I just said, but fuck. And you know the rules, and I'm not above the rules. I got to take a drink. If, if other people were here, it'd be shots, but uh, I'm alone, and uh, I don't give a shit. So here's my drink. <sighs> Drinking uh, the beer Peterson brought over. That's right. Peterson. Shout out to Peterson. Ned Files podcast. He was on episode 102, I believe. And uh, he brought some shock top, and I'm reaping the benefits of that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there you go. Yay, Peterson. So, uh, yeah, the mission. We wandered around all over this place. All There's like five stories. You know, you can just go all over. There's like little trap doors and shit. And there's all these different rooms. And there's all these like banquet halls you can rent out. And there's uh, these, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a... Uh, there's like a courtyard, a Spanish courtyard, which is goddamn nice, dude. It's like, oh, you got to see it. You know, I can't, I can't do it justice. You got to look at that place. Um, this is really fucking cool. You know, especially take a girl, take a girl there, walk around, and so I think around Christmas time they got a horse and carriage. You can, you can take a stroll around like the big ass block they got there, dude. You can't lose with this, dude. All right, take a girl out, have a good time, hit this place up. All right, it's ro- it's so romantic. 
It's nice. If you want to, you can get a room. I'm not sure how much it costs, but it's probably pretty pricey. But, uh, you know, it's a nice little getaway, and it's not too far off. And uh, it's fucking great. And all the rooms look uniquely. All the rooms have different doors, like weird doors. Like, it's just weird. And it's interesting, and it's different, and it's cool as fuck. And especially to know that place has been there forever. And uh, I bet a lot of people were killed there. <laughs> you know, back in the day, like, off with his head! But the Spanish, I don't know, what do the Spanish say? Um, um, Cabeza de muerto! I don't fucking know. Whatever they said. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we went wandering around, and uh, the place is fucking awesome, and you should check it out. I highly recommend it. Uh, anyway, let's move on, alright? That's enough uh, serious shit, right? That's, uh, oh, you know what? I think, I think Lito's mad at me. But James, why is Lito mad at you? He's your boy winner sidekick. He should always have respect for you and look up to you. Ah, you're right. That's not always the case, though, because you always hurt the ones you love. <laughs> no, I think uh, I don't know if he's la- I don't know if he's mad at me, but uh, you know, you ever have that date that comes around in a month, you know, a particular month, and it seems like everything is happening on that one fucking day. You know, out of the whole month, everyone planned their shit that one fucking day. Yeah, that's this month, August tenth, coming up. It seems like everybody has plans on that date. Uh, I got invited over uh, by Rhino. Ryan. <laughs> Remember him? He was on one of the episodes, if, you've, if you're a listener. But uh, he was a guy from a secret society. Yeah. If you didn't hear that one, you should go back and check it out. Cool fucking dude. And uh, that was a good episode, if I remember correctly. Secret society, but he didn't really tell much. But, uh, you know, he went to Yale and shit. So good dude, smart dude. Anyways, haven't seen him in months. And uh, he's like, hey, hey. When are you guys? Uh, when am I going to see you again? And I said, uh, or you know, I was over texting. He's like, "You guys, we should hang out." I was like, "Okay, well, what do you got in mind?" Oh, this was like you know weeks ago. Oh, let's uh, have a barbecue and swim party at my parents' house. And so I'm like, "All right, count us in," because dude, these, this family, Natalie's family, is cool as fuck. They all drink, and it's always a great time. They've always got good food, you know, great company. Uh, it's wonderful. So I'm like, "Yes, dude, we're in." Also, I got a Dodger game we're going to that fucking day. Same day. And then Lito comes around a couple weeks back, the last time we did a show. Oh, by the way, keep August 10th open because I'm having a fucking uh, nerdy 30 birthday party. And I was like, ah, dude, I've already got plans. Oh, fuck you guys in. You know, and then he forgot. And he texts me like, you know, a week or two later. Hey, dude, birthday party, fucking nerdy 30. Oh, whatever the fuck he said. And I'm like, dude, I told you, I'm busy. Oh, man, fuck you. He got mad. Never said just kidding. Just said fuck you, fuck yourself, faggot, all that stuff. And so I think he's, I think he's really hurt. Okay, I think he's hurt. I think, I think mostly his ego is hurt. You know, he expects everyone to drop what they're doing and come celebrate him. All right, but uh, I, you know, it's, I'm sorry, Lito. Okay, it's not always about you. I got my life to live, and that's just something you got to deal with. Okay, it's hard, uh, but you know, it's just, it's a sad reality, and you got to accept that. All right, that's all I'm going to say to you. We're supposed to do a Wolverine podcast this week, but, you know, our fucking schedules aren't lining up. So we'll get a Wolverine sh- uh, show in probably next week. I know you guys can't wait for that, so I'll get some nerdy fucks in here and uh, we'll get the Wolverine thing dissected for you. All right. What else I got here? Ah, uh, boy. Oh, boy, look at this. Shark Week is among us, people. That's right. But, James, how do you know it's Shark Week? You don't have cable. Why do you rub that in all the time? You always got to do that to me, okay? You think you're better than me? Huh? 
Uh, yeah, Shark Week, it's obvious. It's all over the fucking everywhere. Radio, TV, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, I don't have <laughs> the Discovery Channel or the Learning Channel or the fuck channel that comes on. I don't have the channel. But apparently everyone loves Shark Week. I've never fucking seen Shark Week. I don't know. But I can imagine a bunch of sharks chewing shit up. <laughs> and it just reaffirms my stance on fuck the ocean, okay? Years ago, literally, when we did, uh, you know, this podcast was in its early stages. It was just a toddler. No, before that, it was just an infant. We were doing uh, the Rapid Five. You don't know what that is. It's a series of questions we ask every new guest. And, you know, we did the Rapid Five on each other. And the biggest fear, mine happens to be the idea of being stranded in the ocean. Okay, fuck the ocean. But James, that's a weird fear because you won't always wind up in the ocean. You've got to put yourself there. Okay, yeah. I'm saying the idea, the concept of being in the ocean is terrifying to me. All right? And I'm talking, you know, going in the ocean. You know, as a kid, I'd go in. At the, you know, every, all of, every fucking kid goes in the beach, goes in the water about waist high, and you feel that thing brush against your leg. Oh, fuck that. Ugh. And most of the time, yeah, it's just seaweed. But, uh, god damn it. That always creeped me out, and I always fucking hated it. And, you know, you'd see people go out there, you know, out like where the water is, like at their neck. That just scares the shit out of me because, you know, like I've said many fucking or, you know, years ago on the other podcast, there are things down there, mostly sharks, but who knows what else is down there? We have no clue. Mostly sharks are going to, you know, that's their environment. That's their, that's, oh, Christ. You have no adaptation to be underwater, okay? Oh, but I have, I have a flippers and I've got a wetsuit. <laughs> Fuck yourself. What is What is that going to do? Oh, just punch the shark in the nose. You can't punch anything underwater. Your shit's like super slow motion. Not doing shit. Okay? These sharks can go at high rates of speed. You can't even match. All right? They're fucking torpedoes flying through the water. This is their environment. They are, and they know how to kill. And you look like a fucking, either they know you're a human, and uh, you know, or whatever, or they know, they think you're a seal. Either way. You're on their, you're in their sights, and uh, you got no chance. Okay, punch him in the fucking nose. Get out of here. How many people have got away with that? Okay, yeah, I, fine. Maybe a few have gotten away that way. Oh, I just punched the truck in the nose. No big deal, bro. Yeah, go fuck yourself. All right. I'm sure most people tried that, but they uh, lost an arm or two. <laughs> Terrifying. Okay, up here on land, we have one plane. Okay, we got the, we got land that we we stand on. Okay, and whatever's gonna come at us is gonna come at us probably most likely from the same plane. If you're like in the jungle, something can jump top of you, but you know, that's not likely something in the trees for the most part in your life. All you got to deal with is something at your fucking plane. So when you go in the water, it's 360. Okay. All above you, all around you, below you, that is scary as shit. Okay. You can't always be looking around everywhere. Okay. You don't have the great sense of smell. You don't got fucking sonar. Okay. You don't got shit. Humans should not be in the water. All right. We got nothing. That says we should be in the water. We can't hold our breath for long at all. Oh, but our skin is waterproof. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. But that's about it. We got no business down there. People should not be in the fucking ocean, okay? Everyone that gets attacked by sharks, you ask for it. You ask for it. I'm not crying for any of you. Oh, but I wanted to surf. Ah, no. You can just skateboard. It's the same shit. <laughs> or go on one of those, uh, those uh, what do you call it? Those like wave machine things, you know, the ones that are those automatic ones or uh, I'm sorry. What do you call that shit? Whatever, like those simulators. Yeah, do that shit instead. 
stay out of the water. Stay out unless you're gonna be in a huge ship. Then you even get a chance of of, of uh you know your ship capsizing, you're floating down there with those fucking animals. Dinosaurs. You know, they're older than dinosaurs, isn't that right? I don't know. You're not a historian, James. Yeah, I know. You're not a paleontologist. I know, isn't it? Wait, isn't that a uh, that's not a that's the one with the plants. Paleobotanist? <laughs> I don't know. Archaeologist. Whatever. Should have went to. I should have had one more uh, semester of college. Anyway, I'm telling you, uh, you get the fucking point, dude. There's there's these videos I've been watching lately because of uh, well, I try to find this one video that I heard about uh, where there's a shark swimming in three feet of water. Dude, three feet of water is nothing. Okay, that's your fucking ankle. Are your uh, your knees, your kneecaps? Okay. You think you're just gonna be? Oh, I just put my legs in the water. No big deal. You're gonna be walking around at three feet, and a fucking great white will bite your legs off. You want that to happen? Just stay out of the goddamn water. Christ. And then I saw this other one. I stumbled upon it. I can post this one on the Facebooks. Oh, James, how do I see that video? Oh, great. I'm thankful that you asked me. It's Facebook. No, it's Facebook.com slash The Danger Hour. I, can po- I post videos and pictures and all that shit. And uh, you can uh, shout at me. You can say I'm a fag. Uh, do whatever you want. Uh, just go on that site. And that's, uh, that's all you do. And then, uh, oh, the Instagrams. At the Danger Hour. Look at that. Two forms of free entertainment besides this shit that you're listening to if you got this far. Uh, anyway, this other video I saw, there's this chick that deliberately swims with a great white. And this thing is fucking enormous, okay? It's enormous. And she goes down. She's grabbing the dorsal fin while it's swimming and it's pulling her like a fucking dolphin. Oh, I got so uncomfortable watching this fucking video. I like, just got like the shivers like, oh, no. No. Stop it. God, the balls on that girl. And this one dude, uh, I think I told it before, uh, he went uh, scuba diving. One of Natalie's friend's husbands. Hey man, you should come with me. It's fucking awesome. Hey, the shark passed right by me. I saw his eyeball right in front of me. I was like, no, I'm out. I've heard enough. No. Uh-uh. I'm done. I'll, go, I'll put on the scuba, scuba gear and go in your fucking swimming pool in the backyard. <gasps> Put some uh, put some fish in there, and I'll go look at them. <laughs> it's as far as I'm getting. Fuck that. Fuck the ocean. Fuck these sharks. Okay. Ugh. All right. Uh, let's see what else I got here. Oh, speaking of uh, uh, Peterson. 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 He sent me this uh, picture of Anthony Weiner, and it said Carlos Danger, and he had like the mustache on him and shit. But uh, I don't know what the fuck he was talking. I don't know what that was. I don't follow the news too much. I'm sorry. Forgive me. But apparently this guy, uh, Anthony Weiner, what a name, huh? Uh, he was sending texts to some women, like sexy texts. You know, I, I really didn't fucking research this, you know? Of course, like I told you, don't come here for hiring facts. I didn't research anything about this. From what I hear, this dude didn't touch the girl. He's just sending her, like, sexy texting. What is that? Sexting? If that's the fucking current uh, trendy word, whatever you call it. And he got in big, deep shit over it. I think he was running from some kind of office. And uh, he got busted because this chick ratted on him. But he would call himself Carlos Danger. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't be mad at that. But uh, maybe you should have gotten a whole new fucking phone account, dude. And under the name Carlos Danger. Instead of just calling your name that on the on your, uh, on your the number that can link you to it, you dickhead. All right, get get an untraceable fucking phone that's not linked to you, and then do all the sexting you want. And another thing, 
if he didn't do anything with these girls, what's the big fucking deal? Again, I'm ignorant. I don't know what's going on with this. From what I understand, the dude has gotten in trouble because he's texting girls. Okay? From what I know, that's all he did. All right? I might be completely wrong. Like I said, I didn't research shit. But if that's the case, if the guy got in trouble for sexting, what's the big fucking deal? All right? Even if he said, like, yeah, I want to meet up with you. He still didn't do it. What's, how is that different from uh, calling a 1-900 number and having the girl talk dirty to you and you jerk off a bit? How is that different? And apparently this chick is not good looking. Like, like I said, I haven't seen her. I don't know anything about this fucking story. Uh, from what I imagine, she's not good looking. But the guy just wanted the thrill, okay? But James, you're deciding with him because he calls himself danger. Ah, maybe you're right. We all stay dangerous. Gotta sit together. Uh, no, I mean, if that's all he was doing... He should be off the hook because what's this, what's the difference, man? You're calling a 1-800 number. You're going to a strip club. It's the same shit. Nobody would get fucking uh, ridiculed for going to a strip club, all right? Unless you got caught fucking one of the girls. But, you know, if you're just there, you know, watching the girls or like, you know, their lap dance talking to you all fucking kinky and shit or you're on the phone or whatever. It's not any different. It's in the same ballpark. You're still not touching anybody, all right? Yeah, if I was the guy's wife, uh, I'd be pissed off. But... You know, he's not technically cheating, but he's cheating emotionally. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a thing of, the, of uh, the new generation. You're cheating emotionally. You know, what happened to the real hardcore motherfuckers? You know, what happened to the best generation, you know, the World War II guys? If, you, if they heard you say you're cheating emotionally, they say, go fuck yourself, dude. Give me another whiskey, whiskey and Coke and a beer. Get out of my face. I was in the war. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So, uh, Anthony Weiner, you're okay in my book because uh, uh, I think people overreact, for one, if I think I know what I'm talking about, which I probably don't. And then number two, because you call yourself Carlos Danger. That's Charlie Danger over there. Charlie Danger. Charlie Danger. All right. So, uh, please, if someone, if I'm wrong, because I'm not going to look this up. I don't care enough. <laughs> it was good for some material that I like. You know, I burned like three minutes with that one. So, uh if you if you want to you know combat that, if you got something to say about it, how about you get at me at the facebook.com slash the danger hour, or you can email me. You can keep it uh, really fucking anonymous with the danger hour at yahoo.com. That's the danger hour at yahoo.com. dot com dot com dot dot net dot dot org dot dot edu dot com. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what else I got here? What else do I got? Uh, I'm, I'm going to pause it to have some more drinks because, uh, you know, this beer is going to get warm. So, you know, forgive me. Hold on a second. Oh, with the magic of radio. Just a split second passed. And I'm back with my with my baby heads, my baby dolls. <laughs> uh, yeah, I told you about not emailing me. Speaking of that, I got an email, boys and girls. Whoa! The toaster's in the gym, and the toaster's in the bathtub, and the guy has a banana. What the fuck he says? <laughs> Stick a fork in it, he's done. And there's a beach ball in the field, and the ball boys are trying to decide what it's from. I'm going to go get it. All right. Uh, the email. Look at this, guys. Somebody actually emailed me. Whoa. And uh, here's what it says. Hold on. Let me. Uh, oh, shit. I should have had it ready, huh? 
All right. All right. It says, Dear Mr. Danger. Whoa, how formal. I like it. Uh, oh, oh, wait a second. But a few spaces down, it says, You faggot. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Danger. Space, space, space. You faggot. I like that. Okay. I like it better than the formal. Just keeping it formal. I like that. Okay. Uh, I heard you talking about a mushroom experience on a previous show. I believe it was episode 97. Yes, you are correct, sir. That is right. And so it says here, uh, I am pretty sure... <laughs> I'm pretty sure the person you were talking about was yourself. But, wink, wink, that doesn't matter. Anyway, oh, sorry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, you fucking uh, detective. But uh, you will never catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. It says here, I wanted to write you and tell you about an experience that I had with magic space food. Oh. Recently, my girlfriend and I decided to make a day of it and have some magic space food and go on a journey. Hmm. She had never done it before, and I had done it a couple times. So I really wanted to have her get the experience that she should deserve. Because the first time, couple times I had it, it didn't really take me where it should have. Bold move, sir. I kind of like the way you think. I thought you were going to just ease her into it, but uh, you're going all the way. So I got an eighth per person. But being that I'm a bigger guy, I decided to take a little more than what I gave her. So we had a little scale, and it turns out that I had about four grams, and she had three. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> four grams. <laughs> So we took it, and they say it should be about 45 minutes, but that doesn't always, not always the case. And we're sitting down in the backyard. We put our lawn chairs out. Uh, we really wanted to go camping, but we decided just to stay, sit in the backyard and enjoy the trees that we have there. <laughs> Luckily, that day it was very cloudy outside, and when the mushrooms kicked in, we got a really great show in the clouds. And we were both laughing, looking at shapes, just like you were as a kid. But these were actually coming to life. For example, we saw many dragons and a dead body and a surprising amount of skulls. Speaking of which, my girlfriend didn't really like the shrooms after a while because she kept seeing skulls and a bunch of other scary shit. <laughs> Long story short, I'll just get her out of the way. She didn't like the experience because it was overwhelming and it was too scary for her. She saw a lot of horrible looking creatures and things and it was too much for her. Wow. I saw the same kind of things, but I was uh, entertained as hell. It looked fucking awesome and it was uh, a cool show. I like this guy. The plants in the yard started looking evil. They started m moving long tongues. Started moving around with the vines that I have there. The trees were bending. The clouds kept putting on a show as they kept uh, moving through the sky. Sounds pretty fucking awesome. I gotta tell you, I think I wanna try this. If I ever tried it before. <laughs> but let me get to the real meat and potatoes of this shit. I wanna really talk about what happened to me. Well, first I was playing some music the whole time. You know, some psychedelic shit. A lot of classic rock, like I've heard you say that you like. Yes, you are right, sir. And I think 
I am wholeheartedly with you on that. So I had some Beatles, some Pink Floyd, some Jimi Hendrix, The Doors, you know, the regular shit. As I was playing the music, my girlfriend was tripping out because the music was scary to her and it was too much for her to handle and she wanted me to turn it off. As I was walking down the hallway to go to the room where my computer was, and that's where I was playing the music from, I got this really haunting feeling as the Beatles song, A Day in the Life, was echoing through the halls that were not lit, but very dark. And you know, well, maybe you don't, but on shrooms, everything looks pretty intense. Just that song playing while walking through the hallway was very surreal, and it was pretty fucking sick. As soon as I came to the room where my computer was, uh, I have some furniture in there, and it all appeared to be melting. <laughs> I had to wait for the song to end because it was so fucking awesome. I was also looking at my Mac that features that uh, weird squiggly lines when you press Apple T. Yeah, I know about that. When you play uh, songs on your iTunes, you hit Apple T, and it's like that that weird, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, fucking visuals. Visuals, yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> I was kind of entranced and staring at the screen and then I realized my girlfriend was freaking out so I turned off the music which kind of fucked with my buzz but you know girls <laughs> my girlfriend wanted to then be alone she didn't like looking at the, all the creepy shit in the sky anymore so she went inside to lay down I you know went after her laid down with her but she was okay with me leaving her alone she said go ahead and have your fun I'll be cool in here. The clouds were just messing with my mind. So that was cool of her. Yeah, she let you go off, have your fun instead of fucking over your, uh, you're killing your buzz. I get it. It's nice. Got a good girl there. I went back outside and this is where the fun really began. While continuing to watch the, sh the show in the sky, I then started fading in and out of what I'll call a limbo state. Not quite dreaming, but not awake. Going back and forth from reality to dreamland. A bunch of crazy shit happened. Basically, I left my body. There was no sense of time. Space did not exist. There were no levels. As in, nothing you can stand on. That all disappeared. There was no floor. There was no ground. It was endless possibilities. Holy shit. You fucking did it right, dude. I basically became, after a while, it was like I was God. <laughs> it's like I broke the code to the universe and figured that it was not real. That it was all a bunch of bullshit. It was all just created for fun. Who created it, you might ask? Me. <laughs> but it wasn't like it was me. Or it wasn't like it was God. There was nothing you could see. It was just a consciousness. Just a being. Not even of light, but you just knew it was there. And after a while, it became apparent that there was more than one. Like I said, you can't see them. It was just consciousness. And there was no language. There was no verbal communication. There was no visual communication. It was just an understanding between both beings. It was really fucking intense. And me and the other being were just creating a bunch of shit. Everything we could imagine. And it was like a little game, but not really a game. More like more like a collaboration. 
like the other being would create something like a new world and me not even having to hear a word would understand what the other being was creating and I would add my take on it. It was like we were coming up with music together or making art, something incredibly beautiful and me trying to describe it doesn't do it justice. Wow, dude. This is pretty fucking awesome. This is really fucking awesome. Thank you for writing in. Uh, but we're not done, but I want to thank you right now because I, <laughs> I'm already happy. I love this shit. So uh, it continues. Being lost in this world, if you want to call it, made me realize the hard truth that this whole reality we live in is complete bullshit. It's a bunch of nonsense. It doesn't really exist. And yeah, I'm going all matrix on you because that was pretty close to what I've determined is reality through this experience. But then again, you know, I was on drugs. <laughs> and what do I know? <laughs> well, I don't really know if those are drugs, man. You know, just uh, hear me out here, people. They grow out of the ground. Actually, they grow out of, they grow out of cow shit. And, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it comes from the earth. And people think that, you know, mushroom spores came here from fucking outer space. I don't know. But, I don't know. I don't know if I'd call those drugs. You know, acid, that's a drug. That's That was created in some kind of fucking laboratory. Uh, you know, I don't think weed is a drug. You know, if it was on the fucking earth, then how could it be a drug? How can they consider it a drug? It should just be a fucking, uh, it's, it's a plant. <laughs> I don't know. To me, a drug just seems like something you have to create. I don't know, like beer should be a drug, right? Cigarette should be a drug. It does, uh, it has some kind of effect on your body. I've heard that cigarettes do give you a little buzz. I don't really smoke, but, uh, you know, smokers have told me that. Yeah, I get a little buzz. But whatever, that's neither here nor there. Let's continue with this guy. It got so bad that I determined that my whole life was a sham and that everyone I knew was a figment of my imagination. <laughs> Dude, I've kind of said the same shit. How everything, is, your whole universe is just, you made it up. And that's why uh, that thing, the secret, or positive thinking, you know, or uh, what do you call it? Yeah, you send positive vibes out in the universe and all you can do is uh, whatever you wish to happen for you will happen because you're just making it up as you go, I think. Well, I don't think that, but that's one of my theories. It got so bad that I determined that everyone was a figment of my imagination. And uh, even my girlfriend, it just seemed like weird timing because she came out right as I was going through all this and she says, hey, are you hungry? Because I'm really hungry. I want to eat. Are you hungry? And I looked at her and I was thinking... She's not real. <laughs> and everything she's saying is probably me just saying that I'm hungry. Well, that's fucking crazy. And then she just walked away. I didn't answer her, which is not like her. She would like a response most of the time, but she just walked away, which lead me to believe, yes, that she did not exist. And I just sat there still thinking, trying to wrap my head around it. In my head at the time, nothing was real, everything was bullshit, and all these worlds didn't exist. There was no God, there was no space, there were no planets. It was just this dimension that I created. And speaking of dimensions, it wasn't really like a dimension. What I mean is 
just doors of perception. Sorry, Jim Morrison. <laughs> well, this guy's fucking deep. But I like it. Keep sending me emails, assholes out there. This is fun. I decided after a while that I was hungry enough to go inside and get off my ass. When I went inside, my girlfriend was sitting in the living room and she was smiling at me while she was eating a bag of chips. I also had a bag of chips. We bought them before we tripped because we knew we'd probably be hungry eventually. But the whole time in the back of my head, I kept thinking that she was fake. <laughs> and whenever she would talk to me, it was stuff that I knew she was going to say, which reassured me that she was totally phony. <laughs> As I was eating the chips, my mouth got dry and I decided that I was thirsty. I usually have beer in my fridge, but I was pretty sure I drank it all. But since I was creating everything as I was going, I told myself that there would be beer in the fridge. When I went to the fridge, there were be <laughs> there was beer in it. <laughs> I pulled out an ice cold one and cracked it. My girlfriend right away said, hey, you're having alcohol? And I said, yes. And she said, are you supposed to be doing that? And I said, I don't know. And she said, okay, I guess just one won't hurt. This is not like my girlfriend. <laughs> It wouldn't be that easy. She would have asked a few more questions, but she stopped then and there. Then I really thought that she was fake. <laughs> I went outside and sat back in my chair and ate the chips and drank my beer. And it seemed like I ate most of the bag. Then I took a drink of beer. I took a big chug. When I looked back in the bag of chips, it was practically full. <laughs> wow. And I just laughed. I looked back at my beer I took another drink, and when I set it down, it looked at the same level as it was from the first drink I took. <laughs> Dude, you had a good one, man. This sounds like a great fucking time. I'm a, little, uh, I'm a little jealous. He keeps going. I made this a game. I kept eating the chips, and I kept drinking the beer, and I'm not fucking with you. After a while, I'd look down in the bag, and it would be as full as it was when I first looked into it. I was convinced that this was all bullshit, and I finally held the strings and was able to manipulate my world around me. Dude. <laughs> I kept doing this, but soon found out that my beer was empty. Wanting another beer, I thought of my girlfriend yelling at me, telling me that that was enough. Just nagging. You know how it goes. Yeah, I gotta tell you, yes, I do. But I also told myself, Hey, motherfucker, you're a man. You can have a beer if you want. <laughs> so I got right back up and, and I walked into the house. Now, I, I got to be honest with you. I was a little scared of the confrontation with my girlfriend. And as I tiptoed into the house, when I turned the corner to see her in the living room, judging me with her eyes, she was gone. And I instantly thought, holy fuck, I made her disappear. <laughs> So I can avoid this confrontation. So I grabbed the beer out of the fridge and I quietly cracked it but fear of her coming back. Mostly of me creating her like a little game, like of cat and mouse. And wouldn't you fucking believe it? As soon as I put the bottle cap in the trash can, I turn around and she scared the fuck out of me because she was standing there. And I knew in my head that I created this whole little game and I sabotaged myself, but I still couldn't help but laugh. When she scolded me for having the second beer, I, I wanted to tell her, I knew you were going to say that because you're not real. And that's what I knew you would say because I'd make you say that. But, 
but I also knew that her response would be something like, I'm crazy because it's something that I would program her to say. And it's also something that she would actually say. So I didn't win. <laughs> Holy fuck. This is probably the best story I've ever read in my life. Again, she didn't put up a fight too long. And I just walked outside and sat down. Damn. I'll cut it short here because I can keep going with this. But basically, it took me a while to come out of my high. And the most more sober I got, the more and more reality started kicking me in the face saying, Hey, fucker, you're just on drugs. That's bullshit. This is the real deal. But I got to tell you, Mr. Danger and all the listeners, a part of me still thinks that that's just my brain trying to cope with being sober and that this shit is all a bunch of nonsense. Wow. Thank you for reading my story if you chose to. And stay dangerous. Look at this guy. Fuck yeah. That was fucking sick, dude. That was great. I like it. Hey, if you guys want to share your story, I'll fucking read them. And like this guy, he didn't leave any name. I don't know who he is. But, uh... You know, I'm down. I'm down to read your story. Send it to me at uh, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. That's a dot com. Not a dot net. Not a dot org. Not a dot edu. It's a dot com. That's right. That was awesome. Um, oh, shit. There's more. Hold on. Hold on. P.S. Don't do drugs. <laughs> All right. Well, according to that story, I think that uh, I think that's wrong. I think you should do some shrooms and have an experience. I guess according to this guy, you got to take four grams. That'll do the job. <laughs> but yeah, uh, according to this guy, and you know, people that I've talked to in the past, you should probably, if you're gonna try this, um, do it by yourself, because. Yeah, and some were safe because I don't know. It just seems that it seems like you'll have more of a fun time, and there won't be anyone. According to my story that I told on episode ninety-seven, uh, if the, if the dude would have been alone, he could have had a better time. There's always people in your head, you know, thinking you're thinking they're judging you and all that shit. So according to uh, people that I've talked to, if you're gonna go for this, you should probably do it alone in a safe place where you're not gonna fucking freak out. <laughs> and uh, apparently, listen to some Beatles. Because that sounds fucking awesome to me. All right. Uh, that's it with that one. Let's go ahead and move on. Oh, I got something else. It's uh, Speaking of, I, sp I talked about music a couple of shows ago. And I thought I would read to you, if you're interested, uh, according to Rolling Stone, I figure they're a music magazine. They, should, they probably know what's up, right? According to Rolling Stone, the 500 best songs of all time. Yeah, I'm not going to read all 500. I'll go, I'll go with the top 19, okay? Because uh, I like odd numbers. Maybe 21. Because uh, I thought 20 would be, you know, I don't know. The reason I wanted to look these up is because I, I got on my soapbox. <laughs> I think it was also no, episode num number 97. Apparently, that was a good one. I talked about music and I got on my soapbox. And, <laughs> and I put down a lot of styles of music. And, you know, I shit all over some styles and... I praised classic rock and all that shit. So I, I thought it would be fun to actually see what are considered the best songs of all time. Yes, James, but 
Rolling Stone is a predominantly rock and roll magazine. It's sort of biased. You know what? You're probably right. But I don't give a fuck. It's my show. <laughs> so here we go. As opposed to reading them to you, I think I should sing them to you. Whoa! <laughs> Not really. But uh, you know what? Here was uh, number 21. Bruce Springsteen with Born to Run. Baby, we were born to run. You know that one? <laughs> That's a good one. I like that fucking song. Springsteen's fucking amazing. And I also heard that uh, from someone. I forget who it was. But, that uh, you know, this dude really fucking kills it in concert. And after that, I really want to go see him. You know, he's old. But I heard he puts on a hell of a show. And he's fucking up there in age, like I said. Hold on. I don't know his age. It doesn't say. But uh, apparently he plays three-hour shows. And apparently they're pretty incredible. So look at that. All right, number 20. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the Beatles. Whoa. Let it be. 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 Whisper words of wisdom. That's how it goes. Let it be. It's <laughs> a good one. All right, what else we got here? Number 19. Come on, internet. Catch up, asshole. Come on. Ah, fuck, dude. I swear this internet is horrible. It's so fucking shitty. Come on, you piece of shit. Number 19. Come on, out with it. Elvis Presley. Hound dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying no time. Yeah, Elvis Presley. That, apparently that dude shook his dick around so much that he, uh... <laughs> he couldn't be videotaped from the waist down. All the girls went crazy. They all uh, stuck to their seats. Elvis, good fucking guy. I like him. I like him. I like him. All right. Uh, 18, Chuck Berry, Maybelline. Maybelline? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. It's probably not that song. <laughs> I don't think he wrote that. Hold on. I got to do some reshoots with this fucking thing. Uh, let's go iTunes Store. Uh, Maybelline. Let's see what pops up here. Come on. All right. Chuck Berry, Maybelline. Come on. Oh, I swear to God, this fucking internet. Come on. Work, goddamn you. You piece of shit. What do I pay you for every month? There we go. Well, I don't know this song. Oh, yeah, I do. Maybelline, May, May, Maybelline. Why do you do the things you do? Woo, 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 woo. You know what? All those songs sounded like that back then. I think they all just followed the same fucking uh, formula, that bluesy chord progression, and uh, you can't go wrong with that. All right, next up, number 17, the Jimi Hendrix experience with Purple Haze. Purple Haze all in my head or eyes. I don't know if I up and down. <laughs> oh, this one goes, excuse me while I kiss this guy. While I kiss this guy. Let's actually kiss this guy. This sounds like the other guy's email. He His purple haze. <laughs> Good song. Uh, oh, number 16, The Beatles. I want to hold your hand. I want to hold your hand. Yeah, we all know that song. You know what? 
I guess it's good, but uh, nah. It's too it's too gay. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys know about this. Uh, this is your. Hold on, let me get let me get radio DJ on you. I don't know if you all know this about the Beatles, but um, Bob Dylan paid them a visit and said, "You got to stop singing songs about guy gets girl, guy loses girl, guy wants girl back. You got to write about real shit, man." Here, pass this doobie. <laughs> Bob Dylan, responsible for educating the Beatles. Look at that. Good for you, Dylan. Bobby! Bobby Dylan! Speaking of which, Bobby Dylan was the name of the of Jenna. That was her stage name on Forrest Gump when she played her topless acoustic guitar. Right? The luscious Bobby Dylan. I think that was what it was. Next up, number 15. James, you know surprisingly a lot of facts about music. I'm just faking it. <laughs> I'm just I'm just regurgitating shit that I've heard. Who knows if it's true? Like I said before, disclaimer, don't come to the show for hard-hitting facts. You'll be sadly disappointed. Number 15 is The Clash with London Calling on a Sunday day. London Calling. Yeah. That song's pretty good, I guess. I gotta tell you, uh, all, songs of all time, I'm not digging this list so far, Rolling Stone. I guess it's an okay song, but really, that's the number 15th best song of all time? All right. Uh, number 14. Oh, look at Bobby Dylan's right up on the list after we talk about him. Speak of the devil. Blowing in the wind. Oh. Dickhead, what a fucking retard I am. That's the song she sang on Forrest Gump. God damn it, what a fucking retard I am. I never put that together. <laughs> Bobby Dylan. That's why she called herself that. How many roads must a man walk down before you can call him a man? The answer, my friends, is blown in the wind. The answer is blown in the wind. Yeah, take it off, sweetheart! <laughs> then Forrest Gump comes and saves the day. God damn it, Forrest! Unhand me! Great fucking movie. All right, number 13. Lucky number 13. I'm Casey Kasem, and number 13 on the 500 greatest songs of all time is... If my fucking internet will load, I can tell you. Come on, you fucking asshole, dude. What do I pay you for? I got a good, you know, I got a good mind to go down to Time Warner's fucking main office, open the door, and slap the woman at the desk in front of, you know, right across the face. But James, it's not her fault. She's just the messenger. I don't give a fuck, okay? She's the representation of the company. When I walk in, she's the first person I see, which means she is Time Warner, and smack. And I'll say, bitch, clean up my service. Make it better, or I'm dropping you. And then I'll be handcuffed and thrown away in jail. And but you know, it'd be worth it. All right, number 13, the Beatles once again with Yesterday. All my troubles seem so far away. Now it looks as though we're here to stay. Oh, yesterday. Do, 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 do. Why she had to go, I don't know. She couldn't say. It's a good song. Can't knock that one. I agree with that. Good for you, Paul McCartney. Also, the number one most covered song of all time. Right there. 
yesterday. All right. Come on. I think that song was originally going to be titled Scrambled Eggs. Thank God they changed it. <laughs> All right, Time Warner. Let me fucking go to number 12, huh? You know what? This is a perfect time to drink my beer. Oh, Christ. Come on. Come on. Like my grandfather says in traffic when he's trying to pull out of a driveway of a shopping st- of, a, of a store and uh, the cars keep coming. He goes, just give me a chance. <laughs> oh, come on. Won't somebody give me a chance? <laughs> I love that old man. But you know what? That makes me laugh every fucking time. All right, finally you work. Thank you, Time Warner. Oh, number 12 is Sam Cooke. A change is gonna come. You know what? I know that song, dude. I've heard that song before. My dad told me about that song. A change is gonna come. I don't I remember the, the melody of it, though. But uh, I think a lot of black guys like that song. I think it's about... Oh. It's been too hard that I'm afraid to die. I don't know what's up there beyond the sky. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know a change is gonna come. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, let's see. Number 11. Oh, look at that. He changed right away. Good for you, Time Warner. You're catching up. I'm not going to slap your secretary. The Who, my generation. You know what? I don't fucking care for The Who. That's my generation. That's my generation. I think that's how it goes. My generation. (laughs) Yeah, I don't care for The Who too much. You know, they got a couple good ones, but eh. Overall, I think they're overrated. My generation. Generation. My generation. All right. I can see how that was a big deal when it came out. Got to get a lot of those fucking young guys getting their uh, getting their hips swaying. You know? Probably had a lot of people having sex, that song. You know, I think it made people... <clears throat> I think it made people a little wild, that rock. That rock and roll music, you know? The Beatles, they ruined the world, mijo. That's another one of my grandfather's sayings. They ruined the world. All right, number 10, Ray Charles. What I say? Tell me what I say. You know what? Uh, I know these songs, but I, I forget the fucking melodies of these songs. Hold on. I, I, need, I need to do them justice for you guys, okay? You guys, you guys need to know. Uh, let's see. Tell me what I say. What did I say? It's, a, it's like, what did I say? What did I what it do, nephew? What did I say? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Hey, mama, treat me wrong. Come on, baby, love me all now. Hey, hey. All right, now. Tell me what I say. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Fucking Ray Charles, dude. What a fucking badass that guy was. Cool-ass voice. And then he gets all, uh, he gets all, he gets all deep and emotional with Georgia, 
Georgia, how whole day through the whole day. Just an old sweet song. Keep Georgia on my mind. It's got that cool raspiness to it. I like it. Oh, number nine, Nirvana. Smells like Teen Spirit. You all right? You know what? I didn't know what the lyrics were when I first heard that song. It's, uh, yeah. It's a great song, though. I like it. Ah, the Beatles once again. Number eight. Hey Jude, hey Jews, don't work it hard. You were meant to be in the oven. Oh, that's fucked up, dude. Come on. Too soon? <laughs> Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start. What I heard about this song, this is like seven minutes long or some shit. And they were like, you're crazy, bro. That's never going to go on the radio. No one's ever played a seven-minute fucking single. And guess what, motherfuckers? It became one of like the most top something or other they ever played. <laughs> Whatever you fucking say. It's beloved. Okay, number seven, Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good. Ah, oh, we all know that song. We all know that song. Uh, I think it's the Back to the Future, correct? Johnny be good. Go, go. Do, 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 do. Go, Johnny, go. Go. Go, Johnny, go, go, go. That's right. Remember uh, Back to the Future? Hey, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin. Marvin Berry. You know that new sound you wanted? Listen to this. <laughs> All right, number six we got here. The Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. You know what? That's a good song. The Beach Boys are a little overrated to me also. But good, 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 good vibrations. Actually, that's not the best part. I don't really care for the chorus. I like the, I like the, uh, I like the verse. Close my eyes. Don't you turn away. And I'm in a doody booby doody I'm picking up good vibrations. Good. All right, number five, Aretha Franklin. Respect. Ah. What's she saying at the end? Take care of PCT or TCP or uh, PCP? What the fuck is she saying at the end? Am I dumb? You know what? I've always wondered that. And while I'm doing this segment, fuck it. It's a perfect time to look it up. Respect. Lyrics. Look at that. The first one that pops up. I'm not the only dummy that looked that shit up, huh? All right. Let's see here. I'm, I'm helping you guys, all right? I'm, I'm teaching you. Come on, Time Warner, you motherfuckers. When I get mad, I talk like Batman. Come on, Time Warner. Work, please. What do I pay you for? Oh, there it goes. Hold on. Come on. Come on. Just finish loading, you motherfucker. I'm almost done with the show. You're holding me up. Come on. I got things to do. <sighs> that boy show's got a temper on him. Let me see if I refresh a little trick of the trade. If that will work. And no, it's not working. God damn it. 
Just sit there and talk amongst yourselves while I wait here. All right, finally. Uh, let's see. Ooh, your kisses, sweet and yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Take care of TCB. TCB. What the fuck is that? You know what? I found out what the lyrics are. But what does TCB mean? Okay, I, I I can't just be I can't settle for telling you what what they are. Now I got to tell you what it's about. Okay, I'm sorry. This is just what I it's what I do. The last line is often misquoted as take out TCP or something similar. And indeed, most published music sheets which include the lyrics have this incorrect line in them. The confusion seems to have arisen. Arisen? Arisen. <laughs> Dumbass. From the fact that the entire sequence was an ad-lib by Franklin, not present in Redding's original song. Oh, it's a remake! Thus, for that sequence, there were no official written lyrics to quote, and those transcribing the lyrics would have had to take their best guess as to the words being sung. Oh, that's interesting. Can I read on? Yes, you can. TCB is an abbreviation that was commonly used in the 1960s and 1970s, meaning take care of, take care of business. How did I not fucking see that? And it was particularly widely used in African-American culture. However, it was somewhat less well-known outside of that culture. Well, you don't say. Everyone fucking knows the blacks come up with it first. They're code talk. And we, us whiteys got to crack it. Okay? We got to get to the bottom of that shit. <laughs> Yielding a possible explanation as to why it was not recognized by those who transcribed Franklin's words for music sheets. Of course! Because the people transcribing were white individuals. Because they can read and write. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. And now you know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Number four, Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Never did a cooler motherfucker have such a gay name. Literally. Right? That dude was suave as fuck, you know? A lot of charisma. Had the bitches like crazy. But his name was Gay. He made gay being cool. Just like me. <laughs> Picket signs, sisters, and something signs, bits of to reality. Talk to me so we can see oh, what's going on. Oh, father, father, there's no need to escalate. See, war is not the answer. Uh, for, for only love can conquer hate. You know that there's got to find a way. Like Kubrick and Jr. on Jerry McGuire. To make this love in here today. <laughs> All right. Ah, oh, man, I'm having too much fun with this. <laughs> uh, oh, number three, John Lennon. Imagine. Imagine there's no country. It's easy if you try. Uh, nothing to kill or die for. Above us, only sky. Imagine all the people living 
Life and peace, you, you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us and the world will be as one. <laughs> yes, I believe, uh, God, that motherfucker Mark David Chapman had to take our John Lennon. And I do say our as in the people, the community, the world. Our John Lennon, the one of the, if not the, greatest singer-songwriters of our gener- of our of our time, <laughs> our time, our uh, our history. <laughs> well, him and him and McCartney were a pretty goddamn good team, but uh, you know that motherfucker. I want to say that this song has something to do with that fucking guy. Um, I think there was something like, "What did you say? There's no heaven, huh?" fucking asshole but uh you know people don't understand that you know people think oh imagine there's no heaven that's sacrilegious ah fuck you do you know what he's saying you dumb fucks he's saying imagine there was no religion where people would be fighting over that shit where people would be saying i believe in god and you don't so fuck you you gotta die you know what i mean imagine there was no heaven meaning imagine there was no fighting over muslim christian catholic all that bullshit there was just, everybody was cool with each other, okay? That's what it means. And it's the most fucking beautiful aspect or theme you could ever imagine. Imagine is the name of the song, by the way. <laughs> you know, imagine there's no countries, nothing to kill or die for. You know what I mean? No religion, no money, all that shit. Imagine there was none of that shit. Then what would we, what would we fight over? What could we possibly fight over? And that's the idea, folks. Imagine, take all that shit out, and the world would be as one. (laughs) Okay, number two. The Rolling Stones, I Can't Get No Satisfaction. I can't get no! I can't get no! Satisfaction! I can't get no! No, do 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 satisfaction. Be 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 boo. I can't get no do 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 satisfaction. But I try, and I try, and I try. Yeah, you know the fucking song. Never has a band been so successful with a horrible lead singer. <laughs> well, you know his voice is not that great, but you know the guy did it. They're still doing it. Those fucking crazy assholes still going strong, like over seventy years old. <laughs> Oh, and number one, the number one song, according to Rolling Stone, after this long journey we've had together, boys and girls, is Bob Dylan once again. Bobby Dylan with Like a Rolling Stone. Having a scrounging, your next meal. How does it feel? (laughs) How does it feel to be on your own? No direction home, like a rolling stone. All right. I don't know if that's the number one song. Uh, I like that song. You would, James. Uh, what is that supposed to mean? All right. <laughs> that was my tour of music. I uh, hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I had way too much fun doing that shit. <laughs> I entertained the fuck out of myself. Do you understand that? You can, you can sit me in a room. You can fucking put me in jail. You know, I can have like a 10-year term. I'll probably enjoy myself like eight out of those 10 years. The other, the other two years would be filled with butt fucking and whatnot. But, you know, uh, I would, you know, ass raping. But 
not me. You know, they would be ta- they'd be taking me, because like I told you in the beginning, I'm a, I'm a swell guy and people like me. <laughs> and with that, let's close this bitch out with, I fancy that. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's, I fancy that. Fancy. Oh man, that gets me in the mood to fancy something. <laughs> Here's what I fancy. Um, football. I fancy football season coming. Really, it's like around. It's like around the corner. Literally. Uh, well, there isn't a literal corner, but uh, it's it's going to be starting like this week, I believe. Preseason. I fancy the fuck out of it. You know why? Not just because of football. It's 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 what's in. It's what it entails, and what it entails is, for example, my first time doing fantasy football. I'm fucking excited about it. I got my my wife to join in. Which I think you might be saying, oh my god, James, that's your first fucking mistake. On the contrary, sir. When I when I told her that my buddy Bobbert was starting a fantasy football league and I was going to join, she's like, oh man, here we go. She got all fucking negative and angry because she hates when I watch football, as you can probably imagine. And so I was like, why don't you play with us? Then she got all excited and he got, you know, oh, great. And she got, she's looking forward to it, you know, hanging out with uh, some of the guys. But the thing is, the guy's starting a, a beginner's fantasy league. So there's going to be like half girls in there anyway. And I think it's the same thing. I think it's guys getting their girls involved. And, and as, as gay as you want to say that is, I still applaud uh, the idea that she's actually into trying it and opening her mind, you know, and expanding her fucking horizons. Because, you know, she could have been, you know, a typical fucking girl. Like, I don't want to fucking do that. But she's like, hey, I'll do it. Which means I get to enjoy more football because it's because of fantasy football, right, sweetheart? We got to watch more games. <laughs> That's right. I think it might be either the most genius thing ever or I might have fucked myself. But uh, I hope it's the first one. So that's awesome. I get to look forward to that. Um, we get to do something together and hopefully have fun. On top of that, we're going to have like a, a draft party at, at Barbara's house. And Lido's involved, and so is Feo. So they might go, which I doubt they will because it's kind of far for them. But uh, if they do, that would be great. It's going to be fun. All I'm saying is more get-togethers, more hanging out. I'm going to be uh, me and Monkey Boy. <gasps> he also fancies the raid, the Raiders, uh, like I do. I know you're probably going to give me some shit about that. But you know what? I don't care. It's because uh, as, my, as my time as a boy with my father, he's a Raider fan. We went to games, uh, you know, barbecues. So you, there's something powerful about that, and you can't fuck with it, okay? When I say that most of the time, guys back off. Like, all right, that's cool, man. That's cool. Because you know what? You have to respect that, okay? When it comes to you and your old man, you have to respect that shit. And if you don't, you're a fucking asshole cunt, and uh, who needs you? <laughs> so, yeah, that's also cool. I get to look forward to that. Forward to looking, uh, looking forward to drinking some beers with Monkey Boy <gasps> and watching some games and maybe even going to a couple bars. Uh, it's just fun, dude. Oh, and besides that, uh, the seasonal beer comes out, dude. Yes, and I'm talking about like Oktoberfest. Come on. How can you hate it? It's just fun all around. Great. Good times, people. Football season means a lot of fun shit coming up. And you know what? I fancy that. <laughs> and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. Oh, yes. 
Yes, it feels so good in my butthole. What? <laughs> All right, here's my fuck you, boys and girls. All right. Now, I really couldn't think of one this week. <laughs> so I'm going to think of something that bothered, really bothered me recently. And it's this motherfucker at work, okay? Uh, there's, I'm sure you probably, it's not very common. I don't know too many people like this dude. But, uh, you know, the, when you do know someone like this, it's annoying as fuck. I'm sure you had annoying people at your job. I mean, I'm positive you do. No one works somewhere where everyone's cool as fuck. And if you do, congratulations, you hit the jackpot. Because there's always that cunty asshole, you know, in the in the bunch that you just like, oh, this guy or this girl, whoever it may be. So this guy in particular I work with, he's a young guy, so he's immature. But he's got this thing in his head like he's got to be competitive with everything you do. And it's really fucking annoying because you're not even trying to compete. But he thinks you are, you know? He's like a guy on the freeway who passes you and like, yeah, I fucking beat you, bro. It's like, we weren't even racing. <laughs> and uh, and that's dumb to even race on the freeway. I, anyways, I'm getting off topic here. I'm, I'm getting off on a, a separate tangent. So this guy, he, he thinks everything's a competition. For example, we were in our company vehicles the other day and we're driving uh, towards the same towards the same direction and there's two lanes and I could see ahead that the lane is merging right after the intersection and you know because I hit the red light and so instead of trying to be that dickhead that goes into the right lane and then speeds up and, and cuts off the other guy I just fucking go behind the other guy and I'm like whatever I'll go behind and uh, not playing out bullshit games because we're in our company vehicles so I go behind him and this dude is behind me in traffic and he goes right up to the fucking right lane, and he pulls up all aggressive. I'm like, oh, here we go. And he looks at me, but not like, he just glances at me so he knows that I seen him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, hey, you see me. Now look, I'm going to beat you. That kind of shit. It was so fucking annoying. And yeah, the light turns green, and this dude punches it. And he's in his company vehicle, which is retarded, for one. And he cuts, not really cuts off the guy in front of me, but, you know, you know what I'm talking about. He just had to do that to just, oh, look, I beat you. It's like, oh, fuck you. And the guy will also come up to me like other days like, oh, hey, so uh, how much did you get done? Uh, this and this and that. Oh, yeah, I did more. And it's like, yeah, dude, great. Good for you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> People like that, dude, it's annoying as shit. It's like, what, you got to feel better about yourself? Huh? You got to know that you beat me. All right? That's no great feat. I'm a fucking idiot. You beat me? Good for you, dummy. <laughs> you know what I mean? He makes himself feel better. Oh, yeah, I beat him. And I beat that guy. Yeah. Look, I got here first. Huh, I beat you. Look, I sat down first. It's just that it's just this, like uh, it keeps happening. Just different occurrences, but, you know, different scenarios. And the guy always like tries to be on top. And, you know, you might not associate with what I'm talking about. Maybe you do. If you do, you know what I'm fucking talking about. You know what I'm fucking talking about. You know what I'm fucking talking about, okay? This fucking guy over here. This fucking guy. Okay? I fucking had it with this guy. <laughs> so, yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you can relate based on my incredible uh, imagery. I painted the portrait with my words of paint into your, <laughs> your canvas head. And now you understand what I mean. And you know what? I'm going to say we all say it together. On the count of three. One, two, three. 
Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yes. Oh, man, that's another end of a show. Look, I went longer than I thought. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't have enough material for one hour. I'm not going to make an hour. What, do I, what am I going to do? It's called the danger hour. What am I going to do? <laughs> but yeah, look at me. Look at me breaking barriers and, uh, you know, setting goals and shit. <laughs> but hey, thanks for listening. I'm done rambling. I appreciate you. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know what? Honestly, hopefully I'm here for you. And I, I do a decent job of entertaining you while you're at fucking work. Or driving your car. Or hey, you know what? Even Chuby said she's listening to this nonsense while on the bus. And that's fucking awesome. That's what I do it for. You know, it's fun for me. It's cool to vent. A podcast is a great tool. Just to have something to look forward to every week. Just to get some shit off your chest. But also, uh, really, I mean, it's fun for me. But really, it's great knowing, because I've gotten feedback, that, uh, you know, you guys are enjoying this fucking nonsense. A little bit. You know, I'm not going to toot my horn too much. But that's about it. That's all I'm going to say. But thank you. Hey, thanks for that dude for writing in. That was fucking great. I'm, I'm serious. I really want more people to write in. That's fucking awesome. I like that. It's, it's, like, a, it's like we're having a connection. A fucking connection. You know what I mean? And uh, well, yeah, once again, I'll throw it out there. In case you missed it the first three times I said it. Email me. It's just me that reads it. I'll leave your shit anonymous if you don't want me. I'm not going to send spam to you, okay? I'm not that dude. Like I said, I'm a swell guy. I will not write to you ever unless you want me to, okay? But uh, I'm the only dude. I'm not going to sell your fucking email addresses, all right? Your secret is safe with me, all right? I'm Captain Danger. I got my secret identity. Not really, but but email me at thedangerhour at yahoo.com. Thedangerhour at yahoo.com, not uh, .gov, not .edu, not .net, it's .com. And... (laughs) Facebook.com slash the danger hour and Instagram at the danger hour, Twitter at the danger hour, and all that nonsense. And hey, as always, all of you, I love you all in each in your own special way. And stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later.